my name is Rico, the Dungeon Master for Season 3, The Restoration of the Twelve Olympians. This season, we'll find our heroes traveling back to the lands of Eris and Enyo with Inharmonia as they adventure through and see what they have accomplished and completed by restoring the three fabled relics, the Sickle of Kronos, the Golden Apple of Discord, and the Robe and Necklace of Harmonia. We'll start with Deborah. I am Deborah, and I am playing a human rogue named Neith. Her name is Neith. And I'm Matt, playing a dragonborn monk named Ari Futan. And I'm Daphne, and I play Gilsira Venfire, who is a halfling druid. And my name is Rico. I am the dungeon master for season three of the campaign. Do you have a uh, diary from to- last session? Yeah, you know what? And now it's going to suck. Okay. Deborah's diary. It's gonna suck just like that. Um, in our last episode, our players were hearing a lot of loud buzzing. Birds were flapping above their heads, including six hunter birds. I can't oh, read the next shit. word that I wrote. I have to give myself more HP. To hunt. Um, Wrong dice. Oh, I do too. But our heroes were able to bring down a bunch of birds and get their silver feathers with black tips and no other colors on their wings. I, my handwriting last time was atrocious. <laughs> like it's, I teach handwriting too. This is bad. One time. Um, and our party does take a rest. Neath smells like, oh, Neath now smells like deer piss. <laughs> Why again? Oh, because I had the vial and, yeah. Yeah. Got it. And the party killed some birds Fuck in yeah. a very theatrical style. And all of a sudden, the portal opened to the, art- the altar <laughs> of the 12 gods. Never. Because, oh, surprise, we finished uh, a task. Yes, you did. By accident. Not by accident. Bum, 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 well, bum. I guess it was kind of a happy accident. Happy we weren't accident. like purposely trying to Ari, do that particular thing. Thank task. you. <laughs> Jolly, what's your new HP total? 92. I only wrote a one on my hit dice. That is terrible. I know. Should Maybe next time you should average. take the average. Yeah, <laughs> that's what actually that's what I'm going to start doing is just taking the average because this is not going well for Did me. Did you give either. yourself some more uh, hit points? Um, I didn't, so I didn't level up my character because yeah, I want to multi-class. Oh, right. I'm th- I'm I'm flirting with the idea of cross-classing as a fighter. Ooh, I could see that for you, monkey fighter, monkey, a monkey fighter, <laughs> a dragon fighter. Monkey dragon fighter. I may cross class as a barbarian. Ooh. Maybe. Well, that fits for you. You're a goddamn savage. <laughs> Aries volcano. Like, I feel like Aries would like yeah, that. Yeah, he'd fucking love no, that shit. No, I feel, I don't know. Dude would be all current kinds of Have you read hard. about the barbarians? You read them up? In D&D? Yeah. Okay. Or the regular ones, the real ones. No, I like don't, the regular ones. I don't know, though. I can, see, I can also see myself as a ranger or... Well, I'm going to multi-class as a ranger. What's wrong with I've been barbarians? using my bow and being more ranged lately. What kind of discrimination are we doing? No, I'm not discriminating. I just, I don't know if I necessarily see Gelsira. <laughs> she's a savage. She no, made a volcano in the middle of a town and people died. <laughs> that doesn't mean she's savage. Okay, just because like... you're her friend doesn't mean <laughs> I... you can just be like, that's quirky. But she's no, more she's like a goddamn murderer. and <laughs> nice to people. I mean, maybe now that she's chaotic neutral. Maybe. She slaughters like... innocence and you're like, eh, quirky. Also, we don't all need to be cross-classing. I feel like no, I'm not right now. the world and Rico's campaign it. wants Joe Sire to be savage. Like, she doesn't want to be, but every the whole world is conspiring to make her savage. I don't know. Think about it. As like a a, a character thing going on, or yeah, like, like you Daphne's know. not happy about how savage her <laughs> character she plays is. No, I'm enjoying it. <laughs> Disassociating. I think it's just kind of like why does my character keep doing these things? Because like Jelly didn't choose Savage, but Savage chose Jelly. Yes, yep. it seems like it's what's happening. It's what happened. Which that happens, and it's playing nicely. By the way, yeah, it's great. It's playing great. You're doing a great job. Thanks. Killing it. So you guys are there at the altar of the twelve gods. Killing the it. The whole pillar thing happened with the feathers now atop the pillar. Uh, Apollo showed up, 
Pan showed up. Goat Recounted Pan. your tale. Goat Pan. <gasps> well, Pan Halzian's there, too. He's the NPC you guys brought along on this adventure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, for the purpose of your explanation, Goat Yeah. Pan. I hope somebody animates our episode someday and just uh, definitely just me. makes an animation oh, of Goat that. Pan playing songs about our adventures. Just that by itself, not even all of our adventures, just Goat Pan. Just the retelling, retelling. of the adventures, yeah. Maybe that's how we do the recap. Ooh, maybe I'll make a video game about our adventure. I'd play it. Finally get a good D&D game, goddammit. Do that. I might do that. Do it now. I just might. That could be fun. Okay. We're going to hold hmm. that. Okay. So the portal is still there. <laughs> Through the portal, you can see the clearing in the bramble maze where you fought the dire wolves and the birds. Did we like get, we, we got some ambrosia and refilled up or no? Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. I remember that happening. Beautiful. So you can walk back through the portal to go back into the bramble maze or you can choose to go elsewhere. Choice is yours, really. I mean, we definitely have to go back into the Bramble Maze. I mean, it was such a, it was so hard just to get into the Bramble Maze. Initially, I think we should need to go back. Well, yeah, we got to complete our task. Yeah. I need to prepare some spells. That's why I don't do magic. Okay. Uh, I am going to, uh, is Goat Pan still there? Yep. Hey, Goat Pan. Yeah. Can you play us some, some spell preparation music? On your pan flute? Spell preparation music? Yeah, you know, just a little jaunty... Uh, you just want me to play some music? Yeah! And then he jumps up onto the top of the altar, one jump, and gets out his flute, and he starts playing a lively little diddly. As the music plays, there are sparkles and leaves that begin to flow around him. There's a green mist... There's a nice cool breeze that washes over the altar of the 12 gods. Mm. And the music is lively. It's comfortable. The forest still smells as fresh and green as it did when you guys first got here. And Apollo is dancing on the altar with Pan as Jelly's looking through I can't, her I can't, mystical spell book. I can't see Apollo as anything but the Apollo from Is It Wrong to Pick it, Up Girls in a Dungeon? Right. So I'm not a fan of Apollo. <laughs> um, does Gopan have fingers? Or has he got hooves? He's got, he's got fingers. Okay. Because it'd be the hard to play The lower half that is, is goat. The top half. Yeah, the, the half that counts. Have you seen? <laughs> you've seen. Is he wearing pants? <laughs> no, he's not wearing pants. It's all fur. <laughs> okay. Are there dangly bits? Yes. Nice. You've seen. You've seen Hercules, the animated Disney movie, right? Yes. You know the the little goat yes. looking guy from that. No. Oh, okay. Well, Deborah does. So he looks like that. I only may not... have not have seen. Hercules oh, okay. <laughs> but he's not like as fat and out of shape and slobbery as that animated Hercules <laughs> goat guy. The is. animated Hercules, where like Zeus is somehow the good guy and Hades is the bad guy, though Hades is talking all the sense. Yep, that's the one. <laughs> That's the one. Well, I'm kind of like evil looking, so I must be bad. And the portal will remain open until you go back through it. Um, hey, do you guys have any, would you guys, just an option, if we want, I could get us back to Aspasia right now, if we wanted Ugh. to go there for some reason. What'd you want? The, the oh, goat no, pan want... in my head was sexy. Oh, no, I don't want any. Oh, he, yeah, he, he doesn't look like him, but bottom half is goat, top half is person. Okay. Oh, I don't want anything. I'm just saying that if anybody wanted to go back to Aspasia, I have a portal at Bindi's Bobbles. We can go to if we wanted. But we don't have to go right now. I mean, you could go to Bindi's Bobbles at any time, right? Right. I just mean if we want to go there. Not what she's saying. To stock up or something, or like like if we had a reason to go to Aspasia right now. Yeah, but we're we're. Do we have a reason to go to Aspasia? If we go back to Aspasia, we'll have to like come all the way back. Go through the goddamn maze again to get to the stupid fucking bramble maze. Well, I think that the portal would just take us right back to where we were. But we'd be in Aspasia, not in the portal anymore. Well, I could I could make a portal here. Hey, and go right um, back Ari and Neith, I need you guys to make an insight roll really <laughs> quick, please. <laughs> no, we're not getting. Thanks, DM. <laughs> Ten. Tell you right now, Neith is not going to get it. What is it? Wisdom. Yes. Oh, hold on. Like Apollo, can you explain to them? Seven. <laughs> All right, Ari, so you remember when you were out back getting handfuls of magic mushrooms, mm. you saw 
Jalsira make a door in the old tree. Mm-hmm. You know that she is well-versed at making portals that you can go in and out of in an instant. So she's saying, if anybody needed to go to Aspasia to do anything, we could do so really quick and come right back to the altar, where the portal is back into the Bramble Maze. Yeah, but the, like my worry is that the portal won't be there anymore back, and we'll have to go into the Bramble Maze the old-fashioned dumbass Yeah, Penn and way. Apollo said the portal would remain open until you went back through it. Oh, okay. I'm a dummy. We don't have to. I'm just saying if we want so to. So if anybody needed to do anything, <laughs> talk to another guild hall... <laughs> you guys could quite easily get to and from Aspasia oh, okay. back right, to the all altar right. yeah. all right. in I an mean, instant. This isn't for me. Got it. it. It would be nice to be able to go and, you know, I mean, it probably, I mean, I would like, uh, probably by now, are my arrows ready? Because I dropped off my, my arrowheads or whatever I put in my Ooh, order. make a survival roll. My uh -oh. order for that. Uh-oh. Uh -oh. Can you build a campfire? Can you skin an animal? Matt was thinking about Matt only. 16? <laughs> you are able to discern discern the difference of time now that you are out of the Bramble Maze because you remember that there was a five-hour time difference and it is about noon, one o'clock-ish outside here at the Altar of the Twelve Gods. So you think that your arrows will be ready in just a few more hours. So, thought. 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 That hoe over there? Yep. We could go back to Aspasia. We could rest up a little bit more. I could talk to some people, maybe pick up a couple skills that might be very helpful in getting the hind. And because, um, you know, those wonderful little explosive arrows that I have, I'm down to three. Mm. But I put in a new order and they're going to be ready really soon. Sweet. So maybe if we just like hopped over to Aspasia and then came back, like I could get my arrows and I can like. I just, I, I kind of want to go there and eat. I kind of miss Okay, Gelsira's hungry. <laughs> In the meantime, that's great. Let's definitely, let's do that thing. I'm going to take out some jerky and put it in my hood. <laughs> nice. Karga's going to grab it. Oh, and come out from under your hood and sit on your shoulder. You're not so little. I'm on the jerky. Dragonette anymore. Trying to be cognizant of my little buddy. Hey Ari, um, what up, G? Uh, if oh, his Hephaestus isn't here, is he? It's just Apollo and Goat Pan. I was gonna ask you if you could ask Hephaestus to to help me with something. <laughs> How about we go to a Aspasia first, okay? And then you can ask him while I go do something. Okay, it sounds good. All right, I was okay. gonna call him. I'm sure he'd come. He's right. the greatest god there ever was. <laughs> Clearly the most useful one. Obviously. Obviously. It's pretty dope. I was going to call him and give him just heap tons of praise. All right. Jelly, go do your portal thingy. Okay. Um, is there a tree nearby? I'm, I'm assuming there are tons oh, of trees. Uh, no back trees. down the hill, there were trees. <laughs> At the altar of the 12 gods, it's just the stone columns and the altar and the henge. But down, down the hill, down the path, it is... There are trees. Yes. Okay, I'd like to go find the nearest tree. All right, we'll be back, guys. Bye, bye, Apollo. Bye, Goat Pan. Bye, guys. We'll we'll be back. Uh, we'll be back. Yeah. yeah, we'll see you later. We're okay. gonna maybe go take a pee or something, you know. And then Apollo disappears Oops. in an explosion of brilliant golden sunlight, and Pan fades away into. Well, he walks down the hill with you, and wanders off the path into the forest, and you hear a slight breeze blow through the trees and then pan disappears nice. on the breeze of the forest we're for sure gonna have an episode where we just hang out with goat pan <laughs> I just that. talk about his travels and what he does in He's his free time his stories. leisurely bullshit yeah like where do you live what's your life like i, gotta, I just want to know um as i'm walking towards the tree i begin the incantation sure um, oh, while, walking, while I'm walking and incanting yep oh, it's starting to feel nice. like pretty, pretty confident in this so um, when I get to one. the tree, when I get to, when I get to the tree, I put my hand out. I put my hand on the tree. I begin making the motions to form the portal. All right, to Bindi's baubles. To the portal with where where the old oak is. Mm -hmm. 
And as you put your hand out to cast your magic into the tree, it almost feels like the tree is reaching back out to you with its very essence, accepting your incantation as there is a nice warm feeling that washes over your hand with light little pricks of what feels like cold rainwater as a portal materializes around your hand like a green, swirly, glowing Rick and Morty interdimensional portal. Nice. And smells of fresh pine and fresh rainwater. All right. Well, um, ready to go back to Spasia? Yes. All we have to do is walk through this tree. Can I see you do it first? Okay. I'll do it first. All right. Come on, Cedric. Let's go. I just walk and through it. Cedric walks through with you like little owl hops. <laughs> I, follow nice. portal. I follow after. You follow through, yeah. I get through the portal and, and I wait on the other side and put my foot out. <laughs> and as you walk through the portal, the portal, it feels like a nice, cool, warm summer breeze as mist kisses off of your scales and mm. your flesh. Delicious. Smells amazing through the portal. <clears throat> Did you make a portal back to here or can we get back? Portal is established. I go up to the portal and I go, Galsira! Are you okay? I'm fine. Right here. <laughs> no. <laughs> nope. She died when she went through that portal. And I'm like, oh no, I think she might have died. Sorry too. Got to take right, your chances. I stick my hand into the portal, kind of like I did at the. You guys see Nice hand I give, come through the I other side high, of I the I give portal. you a high five. And then you <laughs> feel through the portal. Somebody give you a high five. You can't see who it is, but you can feel a high five briskly on your hand. Through the other I'm side of the portal. paper and pen somewhere to start passing messages. Okay. All right. I, I s- jump through the portal. Did you jump through the portal? Yeah. Awesome. Do a little hop. Make an athletic roll, please. <laughs> nice. 14. You jump through the portal, and as you jump through, you see Ari's foot, who was waiting at the edge <laughs> of the portal. It looks like he was going to trip you as you tried to come out. But as you Damn. jump through... Your momentum carried you over his foot, so you didn't land on his foot or get tangled up in his foot. And ah, you learn. <laughs> and you guys are at the back of Bendy's Bobbles. You see a trough full of magic mushrooms. It smells like baked goods. There is the loud rustling of you know people going about their business in the city. It sounds and smells and looks like Aspasia. I'm going to get a couple handfuls of magic mushrooms and go in there to buy them. Say, I would like two more handfuls of magic mushrooms, please. They don't come up when you try to grab them. What? They don't come up when you try to grab them. What am I, not magic? All right, I go inside (laughs) and find Bindi. Bindi is there, and she's asleep on her little blue floating hand, and she is snoring. Is there like a counter in front of her? Or Okay, I, I like tap on the counter. And then she looks up with one eye. Opens one eye, and she says, oh, welcome back. Hi, Bendy. What can I do for you? I, w- I want a couple more handfuls of magic mushrooms, if I could. Oh, sure, absolutely. Do I need, like, a key or something? No, you need to pay. Oh, I gotta pay first. Yeah. Okay, how much were they again? <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> one copper piece. She could be like, they're on sale. <laughs> mm-hmm. a sale going on right now. I feel like for a couple handfuls, it was, like, really cheap. I want to say something like one or two gold. It's really cheap and this is gold. (laughs) Well, one mushroom fills you up and And makes you not have to eat for 24 hours. Not that you need to eat anymore, Matt. I don't, but I love these things. They taste great. (laughs) 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 All right, I would would like a couple handfuls. All right, so she says uh, that'll be one gold. Here you go. I give her one gold. And she motions with two fingers and the gold slides off the table and falls back behind the counter and you hear a metal clinging for a second and then the clinging stops. Cool. I'm going to go. Thank you. I'm going to go back outside and get. And then she closes her eyes again and she just waves. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You're the best. (laughs) Hey, Bindi. And then she opens the other eye. (laughs) I'm sorry to wake you. Um, So this is kind of a weird request. I don't know if you have anything like this, but we were just in the royal hunting grounds i could smell it on you <laughs> yeah we uh ran into a <laughs> that was you me guys smell like deer piss <laughs> oh well that's a, that. that was just a way to bask ourselves 
because the entire forest is trying to kill us. Oh, yeah. So, It'll do that. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so we ran into kind of a problem. Is that anytime I try to cast a spell, like the forest absorbed. Eats your magic? It eats, it ate my magic. Yeah. You don't happen to have like some kind of trinket, something to absorb magical energy to capture it that keeps it from like the going outside of me that, where it can be do not. absorbed. Okay, I didn't think so, but I just thought it wouldn't hurt to ask. You could try and talk to the guild leader of the wizard's guild. Oh, they may have something. I don't know. They they might, but I don't I don't know. That place is kind of gives me the heebie-jeebies. <laughs> but, I mean, I, I don't know. I might give it a try. Nothing ventured, nothing gained. That's true. Fortune favors the bold. Another bullshit saying. <laughs> she says, if you don't ask, the answer is always no. <laughs> That's true. Um, can I buy some magic mushrooms while I'm here? Absolutely. One gold. Okay, I hand over the gold piece. Thank you. And then with You're her welcome. other hand, she wiggles two fingers and the gold slides off the table and falls into... The hollow sounding metal box rattles and clings for just a second and then stops clinging all together. All right. Thanks, Bindi. That's all I needed. And then she closes her eye and she waves dismissively <laughs> and uh, goes back to sleep. She's the best. <laughs> She's old. She's very, right. very old. I love it. 400 something, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, I think I may go check out the Wizards Guild. What are you guys going to do? I am going to go, so it's still just a couple hours, so my arrows are going to be done. So I'm going to go check out the- Just enough time for a ranger training montage. <laughs> yeah. yes. I'm going to go to the ranger's guild. Oh, okay. That's, hmm. You know, I've been using this bow a lot lately, and I just feel like they could give me some more insight on how to be a little more proficient oh, with it. Um, I, I talked to them, and they were really cool. I yeah? can't remember her name, but she was the guild hall leader of the ranger's guild, and she was really cool. She wouldn't help me, though, because I'm not a ranger. What was her name? I don't remember. Oh, so you're she saying I would cool have to become name. a ranger to get help from the rangers? Mm-hmm. Hmm. I can go talk to him. I remember everything about her but her fucking name. <laughs> Fuck. Super secret contest. <laughs> <laughs> if you can remember the name of the can you guild go leader back of the rangers. Can you episode or two listen? <laughs> it was more than an episode or two. Fuck, I forget her name. What Damn. Are you, what are you going to do, Ari? Where are you going? The, the wizards? Yeah, I'm going to go talk to the wizards. I'll come with you. Okay. I ain't got nothing better to do. All right. I head to the Rangers Guild. All right. So you get to the Ranger Guild Hall. You see a couple rangers milling about. You hear the whips and sounds of arrows cutting through air and the hard hit into targets. There are... A couple that are playing, playing, <laughs> practicing their sword play, having, you know, little sword fights with each other, parries and dodges and things of that nature. <laughs> yeah. And uh, the guild hall door is wide open. <clears throat> I'm picturing Eric Horn. An ear of corn? Okay, so I've got some people. <laughs> so there's like on the back wall, imagining is where like the bull's eyes and stuff are people kind of in the middle on the you know mm -hmm. the there are tables the to the left and right there are people so the archery targets are back along the back wall all of the tables are about 10 foot forward of where the archery practice area would be there's the guild hall welcome desk on the right as you walk in then over to sorry to the left over to the right is um, a Fletcher, somebody who repairs bows and arrows, makes, you know, basic bows okay. and arrows. There um, are. Is there like that desk? Yeah, thing? Of it's right I, on the I left as you walk I go over in. to the desk and I lean on it with like one arm on the desk. I don't know. And, and I go, hail. <laughs> And there is known. an elven woman sitting there behind the desk. Her back is to you, but you can hear the humming and strumming of magic as she is running her finger over the a string of a bow. And the bow is a beautiful looking bow that's made out of woven and intertwined branches. And she, you can hear her whispering and muttering as she's working on her bowstring as there are little sparks of silver flickering off of her fingertips onto the bowstring. And without looking up at you, 
with her back to you, she says, welcome to the Rangers Guild Hall. I'll be with you in just a moment. And she brings the bow up to her lips and she whispers and kisses the bowstring. And then the silver magic goes all the way from the top of the bowstring to the bottom of the bowstring. And then she turns around and places the bow at her back behind the desk. And she says, welcome to the Rangers Guild Hall. How can I help? And I pull out one of my, nah, I don't pull it out. But I say, I have been, I've had need of using a lot of arrows lately. And I was hoping to become a little more proficient in using them. I was seeing oh. if there'd be anybody who could who could help me with that here. You have an interest in becoming a ranger? <laughs> I mean, if that's what it takes. Well, you've come to the right place. And then she stands up and she flattens her tunic out. And under her tunic is a long, well, knee-length white dress that's slitted up to her thighs to provide her room to run and dodge and deft and definitely be agile and things of that nature and she pulls her hair back into a messy ponytail and she reaches under the desk and she pulls up a big huge tome big <laughs> leather bound tome and she plops it down on the table in front of you and she opens it up and she says to join the rangers guild you would need to sign the ranger guild charter and i can assign you someone who would be happy to train you in the ways of our craft. So I take. So there's like a quill or. Yeah, something. she provides a quill. Okay, and I sign my name Neath. <laughs> Just Neath. Just Neath. And then she looks at name the. Neath. Yep, she looks <laughs> at the name in the ledger. She looks at you. She takes the quill. She closes the book and she says, "Welcome to the Rangers Guild. Your training begins now." Is there like a fee or anything? No, there's no, no? fee okay. to join. To join. Wow, that's easy. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> really <laughs> easy to join. All you got to do is be like two hundred gold. No, that's silly. <laughs> and go, uh, go capture the hind. <laughs> she closes the the charter and she walks over to the end of the desk and she calls out to one of the Rangers. She calls out to him by name. His name is Marcus. Yes, his name is Marcus. Marcus Marzi. <laughs> and Marcus walks up. I like Marcus. He is a about six foot three human male. His skin is nicely sun-kissed and bronzed from being in the sun. He looks like he's pretty athletic as a ranger would be as they do a lot of running and dodging and climbing and things of that nature. The look in his eyes appear that he has seen many, many things, but he looks a lot younger than the wrinkles around his, his eyes would imply that he is. And he comes up to you and he holds out a hand and he says, my name is Marcus. I'll be happy to initiate you in the Rangers Guild. And I kind of look at his hand. And his hands are rough. It looks like he spent a lot of time out in the forest. It looks like he's worked a lot, like <laughs> building camps and hunting. Jerking off trees. No jerking off trees. <laughs> but as rough as they look, if you take his hand to shake it, it doesn't feel as rough. You can just see lines and cracks in the skin, but they don't feel like rough oh, he I actually actually do one of those like instead of like a handshake I do Grab one of the wrist. wrists yeah, yeah I, I do the, the wrist shake nice or the wrist the wrist he glass he grabs glass. yours and smiles and he shakes it firmly and, and he says oh I see you Ooh. have shaken hands with many people before were you a warrior in the past <laughs> I've I've you know worked in many a battle in my life. Yeah, I saw you in the Tournament of Blood. You aren't going to cut my arms into fours, are you? <laughs> yeah, not today. Yes, definitely. And then the Guild Hall leader chuckles, and she says, I made a lot of money off of that fight. <laughs> <laughs> and Marcus, is, he says, I lost a lot of money on that fight. Welcome to the Rangers Guild Hall. <laughs> well, you can make it up now. And he leads you over to... What? <laughs> <laughs> the targets where other archers are firing their bows and he says let's see how proficient you are with a bow at first a ranger's 
best and first tool is always their bow. So I just have a short bow. Just a short bow. Yep. And then you hear some snickers yeah. from other <laughs> rangers around you. Goddamn newbie. And uh, he says, well, that will have to suffice. Do I see? Do I actually like see anybody actually snicker or is it just because I, I kind of hear them? You just hear them. Uh, my daggers. <laughs> I, so I take out my short bow. You know where the weapon shop is? Um, and then, <laughs> stop it. <laughs> Um, and I line up to one of the targets and I go to shoot. This is one of my regular arrows, obviously. Sure. Oh, All no, right. Exploding. Go ahead oh. and make a three left. attack roll. <laughs> See if you can hit this target. Just buy more. You're going to use it on the hind? Ooh, a nat 19. <laughs> so, nat 19. <laughs> nice. Well done. Hey. With your probably can hit a target, okay? Oh, yeah. With your proficiency modifier <laughs> yeah. and no. your decks, yeah. You, you miss. You hit that target almost dead center. It's just outside the red, the red bullseye. And Marcus looks at it, and he says, that is a really good shot. And then... As you're standing there, Marcus goes behind you and he squares your shoulders up and he puts one foot between your legs and he kicks them out just a little bit to give you a stronger stance. And then he reaches out and puts one hand under your elbow to raise one arm and then he reaches around you and puts his hand on top of your hand and helps you knock the arrow. And then he, with one hand holding your arm up, he helps you pull the arrow back. And then he says, now release. Does anything feel like it? it's going somewhere it shouldn't? Nope. Okay. He's he's actually helping you with your sloppy stance. But I figured, hey. Sloppy stance. He's an expert of the bow. I know, you I'm not. You are an assassin rogue. <laughs> I'm an expert with rapier and dagger. Yep. <laughs> Barely know her. And then he whispers in your ear. He says, now breathe in very, very slowly. Exhale very, very slowly. And then when you're ready to shoot, inhale, hold your breath. This will cause your body and your chest to stop moving up and down. This will help you steady your shot. And then when you're ready, release. Okay. So I go to shoot another arrow. Yep. Nat one. Good job. <laughs> Great. That work. did not help. <laughs> you're a terrible teacher. Well, that's okay. Because he was assisting and guiding you. So... I'm probably just like nervous or somebody so close to me. Yep, he is incredibly close to you. I'm an assassin. As you start to feel your arm waver as you go to take your shot, you feel your the weight of your arms press against his hand, and he lets the arrow go at the same time you do, and he hits a dead center bullseye. And he says, your stance is all off, and your breathing is uncontrolled. You're never going to be proficient with a bow until you get that under control. And then he helps you with some breathing exercises. Um, he lets you know the best time to shoot is before you exhale. The best time to draw the bow in is when you inhale. And when you become a ranger, don't you get a proficiency with bows? You'll have to look in the ranger part of the book. I think they pick up proficiency with bows at that yeah, point. I'm reading about rangers right now. Um, Walker, Texas Proficiencies, mm -hmm. simple weapons, martial weapons. Really? Mm-hmm. Ooh. <clears throat> I'm sure there is a bow in there that's either martial or simple. Oh, I'm sure. They actually come with a long bow. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Perfect. So oh, the equipment that they get. takes I'm your little short bow out of your hands and he snaps it. it in half over his ah! knee. Gangster. And My bow! he discards it to the side and he walks you over to the Fletcher and he tells the Fletcher, hey, this is a new inductee into the Rangers Guildhall. Let's get her prepared with all of the necessities that she would need. And then the Fletcher produces a pack on the table and he provides a bow with a quiver and some regular arrows. And he says, welcome to the Rangers Guildhall. We are sure you will make a fantastic addition to our hallowed halls. Do you want the... She oh has it. Oh my God, I oh, have okay. boots of flying. You don't. Yeah, she I, does. I do. Yeah, it looks like you get a plus two bonus attack with... Arch any range weapon. Yeah, rangers are pretty fucking dope. And that's not until second level. Oh yeah, when you choose fighting style. Yeah, when I choose a fighting style, then I get that stuff. 
Do rangers get magic at first level? Second no, level. Second, second level. Okay. It looks like at first level. You, and then Nika's gonna be like, "Yeah, what's happening?" It looks like at first level, you choose the favorite Nika's enemy. Gonna break out and then figure it out. Oh yeah, you get your hunter's mark. Mm-hmm. You get magic. Yeah, yeah. rangers yep. get magic. Yeah, not a lot, but some. Ari has magic. Not a lot, but you very useful ranger magic. Okay, mm-hmm. so I'm gonna leave this up to the DM. You could totally tell me what I get or what I don't get. You get uh, everything that a level one ranger would come with. You get nothing. Ooh, so I get another sword. Nice. I am up for that. Yeah, but it's rusty. Which is going to be absolutely worthless considering you have Twisted and Fate as your primary, know, <laughs> as your primary the, weapons. The more weapons, I, it's neat. The more weapons, the better, okay? The more weapons, the uh, better. So I get two short swords. Wild, um, all the magic mushrooms. Well, it says two short swords or two simple melee. I'm just going to do two short swords. That's fine. Um, I don't know where all this stuff is going on me. And then I'm going to get a Dungeoner's Pack. Um, you have pack. Nature's Pocket. couple of them. <laughs> Ooh, Natural Explorer is cool. Um, I already have leather armor, so I'm fine on that. More leather armor. And then my long bow and a quiver, 12, 20 arrows. Just reggy arrows. Just reggy arrows, yeah. Not your fancy metal ones that hold the explosive cartridges. Yeah, just no, reggy arrows. 20 arrows in your quiver. Your Nature's quiver. quiver. Nature's quiver. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you know what archetype you're going to be? Archetype? I don't know yet. I haven't decided that. Archetype? I think both are actually correct. I think archetype But I was thinking my favorite enemy oh, you should know what? probably <laughs> right. be... Look, I'm going to elitist language you. Elite, elitist. <laughs> I mean, I was thinking my favorite enemy should be Beast, because I feel like that's what I've come in contact the most with. Don't you get to pick a new favorite enemy mm-hmm. at certain levels? Oh, Why do you need a favorite enemy? I hate all bonuses. my enemies. Yeah, because it gives me like advantage on wisdom checks and it's like a, my enemies It's like a stuff. hunter's mark, yeah. which is like, this is, my, this, is, this is my favorite enemy. This is, I'll make these it the are hind. my primary oh, And then targets. I get to pick another one at 6th and 14th level. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, oh, the hind is your favorite enemy. Oh, yeah, like so pick- I'm going to pick Beast's. Good As choice. my favorite enemy. Sure. Beast is a good one, especially since you're in the royal hunting grounds full of beasts that want to kill you. It's like in Tensura where it's like Diablo's an arch demon or something, but they, when you hear it in the Japanese, they're like arc demon. I'm like, demon. in what world, guys? In what world? Cut and don't out. forget, you are now a level 14 um, rogue and level one ranger. Oh, looks like you choose your archetype at third level. Archetype at third level. Yeah, I like Ranger because it's not very complicated at first level. Nope. Yeah, it looks super really simple. Not. That's right. Yeah. Black um, power. Ooh, and then I get to choose a language related to my favorite enemy. Man, that's great because I can... What kind of language would I choose that's related to beasts, though? Oh, you know. Like... Owl. Sylvan? Maybe. Maybe. Draconic. I mean, I don't speak Sylvan. Beast. No, because mm. dragons is separate from beasts. Hmm. You're separate from beasts. I don't know. DM, what are your thoughts? Maybe I could talk to the hind. <laughs> hey, hind. <laughs> <laughs> Just pick any language, a random language. Just flip a coin 22 times, and you'll come up with a language. I would be okay with Silvish, considering the guild hall leader is an elf. Okay. I would like be it would okay make sense. with that. Yeah, I'd be okay with, Sylv- with uh, Sylvan being the language of your favorite beasts, because that's an old elf language. I'm sure a lot of creatures that have ever been around elves understand Sylvish or Sylvan. And then I also get natural explorer. Hell yeah. First level. Yeah, you don't get any spells at first level, which is fine by me. Second level? Second level is when you get spells. You get two. You two get level two. ones. Two level ones. Yep. Um, oh, she's going to need the ranger deck now. Damn it. You're going to have to buy her hey, the Christmas ranger is magic coming. deck. <laughs> Christmas is a fake don't wait till Christmas. Get it. Give it to her as a as a Halloween gift. I'll give it to her as or as a surprise. I love surprises, but he never gives me surprises. Vicious, <laughs> just unreal, just hardcore. Sometimes on our anniversary, he'll give me a surprise. I saw what? You guys How was that hardcore? Anniversary that looked like a ton of fun. I feel like you were so cute. You'll be able to catch Goodberry. That's a fun spell. Surprise, Dick. <laughs> Ooh, our group can't become lost. Mm-hmm. FYI. Bet. Unless it's Bet. by magic. Unless it's by magic. Bet. So, I mean. <laughs> um, but my um, favorite terrain is going to be forest. Perfect. We'll need that. 
because again, I've been in the forest. I just it, I feel like it just makes What's sense. What's favorite terrain give you? I don't know what favorite I think it terrain gives you. Like advantage foot. if you're in that ah, if you're in that absolutely. terrain, you like you get. So like in that like if while traveling for an hour or more in your favorite terrain, you get um you can't get slowed down by difficult oh, terrain. Oh right, right, right. Yeah, it's like forest walk. You nothing yeah. slows you down. You can't get tripped up. That's right. Can't get lost. Yeah, so you know exactly uh, where you're at at all times. You can't you, get lost in a forest. You also remain alert like to danger, even if you're like oh, doing something else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, can't be surprised while in your this favorite one? terrain. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's and you right. find twice as much food as you normally would yep. if you're foraging. And yes, just one of them. <laughs> oh, ooh. While tracking yeah. other the creatures, other you also off. learn their exact number, sizes, <laughs> and how long ago they passed through the area. Aw, thanks, Matt. What? Yeah. Dick pick. What? <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> It's not gonna go there. You're like Deborah's like, but I don't know. Doesn't hurt me. <laughs> if only you twittered. <laughs> I don't. Um, can somebody do me a big favor and find out what the range on a longbow is? 120 feet. But what's hey. like the? There's like a. There's like a <clears throat> minimum. A minimum and a max. No, I have no idea. I was just guessing. Oh. <laughs> Kelsira, will you look that up? Like a minimum, or a minimum, Daphne. a minimum range of effectiveness. Kelsira has no way to look that up, but Daphne does. Mm-hmm. Okay, so then, yeah, and then I go up to level fifteen, rogue. Nope, you are fourteen rogue, level one ranger. Okay, I'm fourteen rogue. Do I get more hit points? You would get to choose when cross classing. I think you choose between the hoot, the two hit die. I think I'm not sure because a ranger's higher <laughs> than what my rogue Ooh, is. They're so rogue on. is a one d eight and a ranger's one d ten. Six hundred feet. What? Six hundred. What's the min? One fifty. One fifty. Okay. Wow. Because anything less than that, I can use my crossbow. That's so cool. You get you have both. You can use crossbow or longbow. I know. That's the thing is, I now have a short range weapon. I have a long range weapon. I have all the You're weapons. Right. Weapons and I'm master. Really excited by this. <laughs> the daggers. The maximum oh. is at disadvantage, right? Like if you try to shoot I think the so, maximum. Yeah. If I if I try to shoot at six hundred, can you shoot your daggers? Yes. You know, I'm gonna think <laughs> about that one. Like make them like fashion them as arrowheads or something. No, what I really need, the only thing I don't have that I really need both. is throwing daggers. It is mm-hmm. actual throwing daggers. Actual get both. throwing baggers. I get both? You get both, the D8 and the D10. Bagger vans. You get both. In multi-classing, you get both of your hit dies. Okay, so I'm just going to take oh, the average. Shit. So six plus, I think it's, I think Rogue is five. 50. Yeah, so and I'm just going to take the 15. And don't forget to add your constitution modifier. Just, oh, and I add my constitution modifier, which I, ha- well, is zero. That's why I haven't been adding anything. Good job. Because it's zero. You got to up that con mod, yo. I know. I know. Use them ability score improvement. So, you so said 97. Yep, 97. Oh, yeah, we had ambrosia, didn't we? Burp. Hell yeah. And drink it all. All of it. Oh, For I'm everyone. feeling so much better right now with my hit points. Okay. Um, it's worth noting that Pan has 183 hit points. That sounds like cheating. And I still beat him. Bum, bum, bum. Yeah. The DM lets you beat him. <laughs> Fice snoo snoo. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I You let me beat him because I did it with you, style. Yep. Because Neith put her crotch in his face. Exactly. <laughs> I knew exactly what would bring That's him. That's his weakness. <laughs> <laughs> nothing venture, nothing gained. <laughs> A pickle. I'm pickle Rick. Okay. Great I'm episode. I've got it. Excellent. So your training montage is complete. It's been a couple hours of getting better with your bow, learning how to breathe. And then Marcus bows and says, I look forward to seeing you in the future. Congratulations. Welcome to the Rangers Guild. Here's You're your like ID a tithe bull or something. I feel bad. Nope. There's no tithe bowl. All right, well, I'm going to give away my fishes. So you can go pick up your arrows now if you want. Yep, I'm going to go pick up my arrows. All right. So you get to the weaponsmith, and he's sexy, sitting there, 
Um, just on a chair. Doesn't look like he's working I on anything. I knock on the door before I actually enter. Well, there's no door because it's just open. Okay, I knock like on the. She knocks on the air. The wall. I make myself known. Oh, and then he looks up and he says, "Ah, welcome back." You should just sneeze. <laughs> have you come for your arrows? I have. And then he puts a quiver on the table with twenty more arrows. I take out the arrows, because didn't I buy those quivers from... Did you? The ones that... Hold on. The ones that were made out of the thing that like that couldn't be cut. Yeah. I bought those. Yeah. So I don't need 20,000 well, more quivers. He just gives you... Well, he's not going to hand you 20 arrows. I know. He's going to what I do in a quiver. is I take the arrows out of that quiver and put them in my quiver that can't oh, be cut. Oh, okay. And then he takes his quiver back. Because I can't carry any. I can't All right. wear any quiver more quivers. <laughs> you don't get a discount. <laughs> Save Not quiver. asking for a quiver. Do I still owe him gold or do I already pay him? No, you, you paid him. Okay, good. And he's like, pleasure doing business with you. Thanks for giving me Thanks my quiver Thanks for not back. breaking into my shop this time. <laughs> yeah. And I say, well, keep the shop open. I'll be back. Well, Forever. I'm going to keep it open until dinner time, yeah. and then I'm going to close it and go eat dinner. Well, in general, <laughs> never, oh, never go to sleep, ever. <laughs> and Eith rolls her eyes. <laughs> and then she just sits there waiting for And I got 24, right? Huh? I got 24, right? Yeah. I got 2,000. 2,000? Okay, I definitely have more arrows than I can hold in my quiver, so I put the rest in my... Bag of holding? Bag of holding. And they blow up. They don't. They won't blow up until the cartridges hit something fierce or hard well you know <laughs> i've been around pan so yep <laughs> giggity so Jelsira and ari you guys are making your way to the wizard's guild hall there is no door it's just like last time there's no door no way that you can see to get in I don't remember how we got in. Do you remember, Ari? I just knocked. I, I knock. And as you knock, there is a small shimmer over the wall, but there's still no door. I walk through the shimmer. You walk through the wall. <laughs> I knock on the shimmer. You knock, and then the wall shimmers for you. I, then... I shimmy through the shimmer. Okay. And you shimmy through the shimmer. Womp, 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 womp. And you were in the wizard's guild hall you actually see you walk in there are two wizards in a ring at the back end of the guild hall throwing magic and spells at one another it looks like it's a wizard's duel nice some of the magic that you guys are seeing is pretty potent you're seeing fireballs you are seeing hailstorms you are seeing mystical beasts charge out of magical portals at one another imagine a harry potter wizard duel but on meth times 100 <laughs> and there are wizards that are cheering there are some wizards that are cussing and all of the magic that is deflected just hits a gold barrier and dissipates into the air it looks like a pretty intense wizard's duel so Nobody's really paying attention to who's coming in. Everybody just wants to watch what's happening. So there's loud cheers and there's cursing and there are people like physically pushing each other. It's it's pretty intense. Wizard duels are kind of a big deal. Sweet. Because it is just raw, potent magic being thrown at each other. One after one after one. Until somebody gives up or passes out. Um, Is... There are anybody behind the... Nope. Mm. There's nobody there. Mm. I'm just tagging along. Um, I go up to that to that anyway. Okay. And I <laughs> I knock on the counter. On the counter? Mm-hmm. And then there is a brief pause <laughs> in everything around you. Like... It immediately goes quiet. It's like time has almost stopped. And then one person that was in the wizard's duel walks out of the shivering, this the gold shimmering portal and appears to just walk past everybody. 
let's see how was a good way to visually represent this so people appear to be frozen in time mid action it is deathly quiet and the person walking out of the portal is just making their way slowly around everybody you Ari and this person appear to be the only three people that can move at this point in time. And picture like the holodeck. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and they walk up to you and they say, Ooh, how can I help? Oh, hi. Um, I'm sorry to mean to interrupt your wizard duel. That- no, it's okay. Um, I've got nothing but time. Okay, cool. That was some pretty cool magic you were doing. Yeah, I cheat a little bit. Oh, well, <laughs> Um, so as gods do, <laughs> uh, so I'm here for a weird, re- a weird reason. Um, oh. so my friends and I, this is Ari Futan. Yeah. I me. know who all of you are. Oh, We've met. that's right. I'm Hecate. Hi, oh, Hecate. Hi, 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 magic. hi yep. Hecate. Hecate. I mean, whatever. Um, I know every single one of you. You're <laughs> Delcyra and right. he is Ari and your little rogue friend Neith is around somewhere. Yeah. Right here. And you guys had a cleric with you at one point, but she's around with Genevieve from what I can see. Mm-hmm. So we can skip the introductions. What do you need? <laughs> um, so I'm, if, in case you weren't aware, we were uh, off of the Royal Hunting Grounds hunting the hunt. I was aware. I built the Royal Hunting Grounds. Oh. Um, well, so, well, we ran into a bit of a challenge there. Your magic doesn't work. Right. Yeah, my magic doesn't work there either. Even though you built it? Yeah. I built that forest for the hind. Mm. Nobody's magic works there. None of the gods' magic work there. Not even my magic works there. So I, I don't suppose there's any chance you have anything that would make my magic work there then? No. <laughs> okay, I didn't think so. But if you were encounter any sort of beast while you were in there, or if you are affected by any other magic in the forest. If any of the spells or things that you have align with the magic in the forest, then it works no problem. If Okay, so if any of my spells align with the magic in the forest. Yeah. So, or like a beast. You said that like if there's like a beast, like a magical beast that... I'm not sure I totally understand. Well, you've seen the wolves, right? Right. Have you tried shifting into a wolf? Well, I can wild shape. Have you tried wild shaping into a wolf? Mm-hmm, that works. And you've seen the birds? I've seen the birds. Have you tried wild shaping into the birds? Oh. Or polymorphing into the birds? I haven't. Have you cast any magic in there whatsoever? I've cast a couple of spells. I cast commune with nature. It was angry, wasn't it? Yeah, the it forest just kind of took it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also cast, um, oh, there's another spell I cast earlier, too. I tried to cast uh, produce flame, and it just wasn't any good. Like, just nothing happened. Nothing happened? Well, it, it was like a green flame. Ah. Um, but the did forest you try dated. using it? I did, but it didn't produce any heat was the problem. Oh. Did you try and heat anything up with it? I don't No, I don't think so. Try again. Okay. Maybe with branches or dried leaves? Maybe some twigs or twigs. something. Twigs, yeah. Okay. You may not have been able to feel any heat, but I guarantee the forest probably could. Okay. So if I'm understanding correctly, then, so if I, if it's magic that's aligned with the forest, it could potentially still work. Absolutely. Hmm. Okay. Good to know. Are you new to magic? I mean, not exactly. I'm not a scholar in magic. Ah. Oh, that's right. You're Aries' favorite. Mm-hmm. He's never <laughs> been too bright. <laughs> <laughs> so I have some pretty powerful magic, but I'm not a scholar like like you wizards. Um, have you tried calling any ele- any elementals? No, but I was thinking about wild shaping into an elemental. Could try. I think Give I it might. a try. You you cast flame, right? What color was it? It was green. Have you tried turning into a fire elemental? I'm actually that's actually one of my. I think I'm going to try to do that because fire elementals are immune to poison and grappling. And it could just, and it could just burn through the hedge maze. Maybe I don't know. It's right. Oh, the bramble maze. Mm-hmm. Ah, that's fun. I love the Bramble Maze. This is one of the first things I built. Yeah, it's a little scary because everything's trying to kill us and poison us. In the Royal Hunting Grounds. The Bramble Maze was the first thing I built. Have you found the center yet? Mm Mm-mm. Oh, it's going to be brilliant. (laughs) (laughs) Um, 
Okay, so I can still potentially cast spells. Yeah, experiment with just it. Have just try. Fun. Okay. Have some fun. Make um, an insight roll, Daphne. Okay. 16. The spells that fizzled didn't eat your slot. Oh, okay. Be- oh, I see. Because it's like I'm using the forest magic. So it's not so, so much... experiment with everything. Okay. Because when you cast a spell that didn't work, it didn't eat your spell slot. The spell just fizzled. So you could, hypothetically, go in there with your full spell book and cast every single one of your spells. <laughs> and the spells that don't work doesn't eat the spell slot. The spells that do work does eat the spell slot. Yeah, I'm just worried about it work turning against me. But I'll just try it. Yeah. Okay. You've got nothing to lose. Nothing. Um, all right. Except some spell slots. Cool. Well, thanks, Hecate. Um, do you, any other suggestions? No. Okay. None whatsoever. Good luck with your trial. Thanks. We'll, we'll come back and we'll let you know how it goes. Oh, I'll know. Oh, okay. It is my forest. <laughs> do you want some jerky? No. Okay. Do you want magic mushroom, maybe? No. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, no. Just... Have you guys been to Bindi's? Oh, yeah. I love Bindi. She is my most favorite scion. She's what? the best. Yeah, she's You're doing a cool. great job there if you're, if you're in any way assisting that one. She was even able to see my friend Neve. Yeah, she's... She's my she's she's my scion. She's a bit sleepy, but she's great. She's like four hundred and seventy five years know, old. It's great though. She's wonderful. <laughs> she gave me these awesome magic mushrooms. You guys didn't use Harrison Brace on her, did you? Tastes like something odd, didn't we? Nope, you sure like didn't. didn't. I feel like we definitely knew. She I don't was. think you did. Fucking weirdo. Did you? I don't remember. I'll have to go back and listen. Doesn't matter. Uh, no, it really doesn't. She gave me these magic mushrooms that taste like. Whatever you want them to taste, and they like. fill you up, don't they? Yeah, one mushroom the gives best. you a full belly. Yeah, she, she invented s- those all on her own. And you don't want one? No. Yeah. I'm a god. I don't need to eat. Yeah, I don't need to drink. It's pleasurable. She gave us these these amulets to make us not smell, and these rings to protect us from poison. So yeah, she's she's brilliant. She's I've known a great her job. for a long, long time. Hey, uh, Hecate, if I ever decide that I may want to become more of a scholar in magic, and maybe. I don't know, perhaps join the Wizards Guild. Um, do you think that's that that could ever be something like an like a, a opening, perhaps yeah, possibility? Just come join the guild. Hmm. It's relatively easy. Something for me to think about. Hey Hecate. Yeah. So Bendy. What about her? What do you think is like the coolest magic <laughs> item that she's got in her shop right now? <laughs> coolest magic item yeah, in like Bendy's shop? Thing that, the thing that makes you smile. Thinking about it, having been made by Bendy. It's probably her hourglass. What's it do? It prevents her from dying of old age. That is pretty cool. <laughs> Each grain of sand is one year of her life. And as one year passes, one grain of sand falls to the bottom of the hourglass. And there are still thousands of grains of sand in the hourglass. That's pretty cool. So better not shatter it then. You could certainly try. Oh, I wouldn't want to do that. But that is my most favorite item that Bindi has ever created. It's like your friend Lux, who was once a lich at one point. Mm -hmm. How her soul was removed and put in a phylactery. Well, imagine if Bindi had put her essence into the hourglass and she was able to retain her humanity. Inspiring magic, even by our standards as gods. That's sharp. And she created that well before the relics were disseminated or broken apart in the land. So Bindi and I have had a fantastic time catching up. But yes, that is her most impressive piece of magic. I wonder if she has any cool magic masks. To do what? I don't know. Oh, okay. It wasn't a well thought out idea. <laughs> Just sort of. Uh, you should ask her to see it sometime. She'll show it to you. She'll have the hourglass. Yeah. Wow. Cool. She actually keeps it in the cage at the money changers. Her personal. Her personal vault. I'm. I, in, I intend to go drinking with her at some point soon in the Careful. near future. <laughs> what does she like to drink? Oh. Everything. She's immune <laughs> to getting drunk. Well, yeah, but like, does she have like a favorite thing? Like, I just want to like, you know. Yes, and Hecate looks over at you. Hi. She loves Dragon's Blood Wine. Oh, okay. You have a direct line to that wine. There is only one god who brews that wine. Yep, my good friend Aries. With the grapes (laughs) from Dionysus' personal fields and with the blood of Dragonkind. It is her absolute favorite. If you could get a bottle of that for Bindi... 
I guarantee she would give you quite a line of credit at Bindi's Bobbles. <laughs> I think I could probably arrange that. But that is her absolute favorite. Nice. Good to know. Well, thank you. Okay, the dragon, yeah, dragon bud wine. Hmm. Is there anything else you needed before I go finish destroying this other <laughs> wizard? <laughs> uh, no, I think that's all we needed, but that's super helpful. Is Hecate wearing like a cool wizard hat? Hecate is wearing a really cool wizard hat. Imagine the sorting hat from Harry Potter, but without the stupid face in it, <laughs> but it's still brown and crinkly. And there's a pentacle in the top with the five-pointed star facing up with the circle. And there, um, there are the elemental symbols around each point of the pentacle, earth, fire, water, spirit. I say, I really love your hat. Thank you. That's a great hat. Bendy made it for me. It's not a magical hat. It's just a hat. Yeah, but it's a pretty awesome it. hat. Yeah. You got good style sense. Thanks. Well, have fun with the wizard duel. Oh, we will. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm going to send him on a little trip to go see Hades to humble him a little bit. Uh, Uh, Well, I'd say good luck, but you don't need it. No, I'm just (laughs) playing with him at the moment. (laughs) And then you see Hades amongst the group. (laughs) When Hecate mentioned Hades' name, they stood up and... They smiled really big and cheesy <laughs> and waved at you. Um, everybody else is still frozen in time, but Hades and Hecate and you two are still able to move freely through whatever is happening, whatever magic is occurring right now. I, gave, I, wanna, I give Hades a little thumbs up. Harris embrace the crowd. You see Hades, Hades's blazing aura. You see Hecate's blazing aura. You see... Josira's blazing aura. Blazing aura. Um, it's actually gotten a little bit brighter. Oh, as of recent, you can see your own aura around yourself, Exit. and you can see a couple other smaller auras among some of the wizards. They don't appear to be as large as some of them. Some of them are just relatively coming into their bastard powers. But Hecate's going to make sure that they all take a trip down to the underworld eventually. <laughs> Man, Zeus fucks. (laughs) (laughs) Zeus does fuck. So yeah, there are probably about three bastards in the crowd of wizards. And then Hecate and Hades, and then you and Gelsira. That's just like too much offspring, man. Like, they're everywhere. I'm hungry. (laughs) Go eat. Want to go find a tavern? Thinking about offspring makes you hungry. Mm -hmm. All right. (laughs) Everything makes Gelsira hungry. Come on. (laughs) Is there anything else you guys need? Uh, I, I think I'm good here. Okay. All right. Thanks a lot, Hecate. Yeah, thanks, Hecate. It's been my pleasure. You're the bomb.com. Thank you. <laughs> I still despise each and every one of you, but okay. you're welcome. Why did she hate us again? Because Hecate's a god and hates all mortals. Oh, okay. Well, then, mm, good. I mean, yeah, that's great. I mean, they, they're they not going to like kill you. Right. But they're not. They're, like, they're impartial. Man. towards you guys they're not you aren't hecate's favorite so hecate isn't going to shower with you you with adoration and be like oh god i'm so happy to see you guys like it's like yeah she's not a meh. <laughs> yeah she's indifferent <laughs> meh yeah and then hecate walks back to the crowd and gets back into the magic circle and then slowly there is a warm type <laughs> um visual effect that happens and um you guys hear loud cheering and there are wizards pushing each other you guys can now clearly see hades cheering for hecate among the crowd hades doesn't look like hades hades has taken on the appearance of some regular mortal mage but you know it's hades because you can see their aura since you hair is embraced and uh hecate is casting magic at this other wizard and the other wizard is casting magic back at Hecate. The duel looks like it's going to take a while, but you guys already know the outcome. Hecate already told you what the outcome was going to be, but they're putting on a show. That's important. Yeah. It's important. So you guys are free to leave the Mages Guild if you would want. You now know a little bit more about the forest, Jalsyra. Good idea to go and talk to Hecate to learn that Hecate created the forest (laughs) and that you should see what magic you have aligns with nature and the forest at least the chaotic nature of the forest well want to meet up with neath sure okay walk back out into the street all right you guys walk back out into the street you walk through the door of the mages guild and you guys are in the middle of the street as you guys are walking out of the made the wizards guild hall let me see where the rangers guild hall is in relation i think it was just right up the road i think they were really close to each other like it's next the door same building 
It's not the same building. Don't be silly. It's like a second second story because they've got range. Ranger Wizard. Yeah. So you guys are able to see Neith walking out of the Rangers Guild Hall just north of you down the street. Neith. Neith. And you guys, you hear <laughs> Ari and Josira calling for you. I look around. I'm like, <laughs> what? And you can see Ari and Josira down the road. We're wizards, Harry. Uh, I roll my eyes. <laughs> I run up to you. So he's like, why are they yelling? Am I, am I, like, oh God. Nay! <laughs> Everybody Nay! is uh, I'm like, Neef, you seem, you seem different somehow. I don't know. And I, I walk over to them. Nice. Do I see her longbow? Yes, she now has a longbow as opposed to her little tiny flaccid shortbow. Oh, Neef, how do you, how do you get that longbow? My short bow was not flaccid. Yes, it was. <laughs> it was. It did some damage. It was wimpy and flaccid. Wimpy and flaccid. Okay, well, the air Compared to your long bow. Okay, compared this to my long bow. This bow is stiff and whoa. rigid and <laughs> impressive. Okay. I'm like, whoa, Neef, how do you get that long bow? Um, it does it Something fuck. happened to my short bow. It, it's in pieces now. Oh, I'm sorry. Did you break it? I you did not it? break it. <laughs> did you need it but for firewood? I have picked up some, you know, some maybe, maybe maybe some new skills that could help us get this hind. New skills, like do, oh, did you, did you go to the fighters guild and get some pick up some fighter techniques? No, actually, I was hanging out with the rangers. Oh, you know, I I've, been, I've been using a lot of I've been using my bow a lot, you know, a lot more lately. So I wanted to get some more practice and get a little more proficient in my bow and got a little bit more than I thought I would. Ooh, I get really excited because like nature, woodland, forest. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, we can go into the woods together. I mean, as long as you don't go too crazy on me. <laughs> Make an arcana roll, Jelsira. That's something I do very often. Nope, it sure doesn't. How am I pro- that's weird. I'm, prof- I'm proficient in Arcana. <laughs> yes, you are, because you're a magic caster. Wild! <laughs> but I'm not proficient in, wo- in wisdom. Or I'm not in, not in um, the other ones. Arcana's it, anyway. Yeah. Oof. Well, three, five, thirteen. You can feel a new spark between and around Neath. Hmm. You can just feel a tingling in the air around her. If you focused really hard, you could see particles begin to slowly coalesce around her. Something has mystically changed about Neath. Nothing physically, Hmm. but because this land is imbued with so much magic that Neath brought up to you guys when you first got back here, you can feel that crackle or that spark around her. Neath. I I don't really say anything. I just kind of notice it. It's probably just the best. Of, yeah, just kind of nod Freak a little Neith bit. Freak Neath out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I like, oh, I'm just thinking to myself, like, oh, Neath's on, on a new path, I think. Interesting. I just kind of keep it to myself. And that'll do us for this episode of Some Would Play. Thanks for listening, everybody, as the party continues their adventure into the Bramble Maze, into the Royal Hunting Grounds to hunt the hind. <laughs> we'll see you guys next week. Bye. 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 Thank you for listening to Some Would Play, a production of the Outsanity Network. Join us again next week as the story continues. Find us online at www.somewouldplay.com and be sure to follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Some Would Play. Deborah is at Sonia Taki. Rico is at R1C0. Daphne is at Dafterthought. And I am Psychedelic M. If you enjoy the show, please tell your friends and share it with others. And remember, in real life, you needn't roll for initiative, so just seize it. <laughs>